Dear Heavenly Father, we have gathered together to study your word and to understand what fruits are available for us through memorizing this beautiful message that you've given to us to understand. Please send your Holy Spirit to open to us and into our hearts so that we can treasure these words of life in the precious, loving name of Jesus. Amen. Today we'll be memorizing uh, five scriptures about Satan with Bible Rich Pictures. And our first question is, who is the devil at war with? And it, we have a key text, dragon was wroth. And we find the answer in Revelation 12. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus. And... Revelation, um, the icon is the 12 jewels because it's the 12 foundations on the city. And so we start up here with the first phrase, and the dragon was wroth with the woman. So we've made this one into the shape of a dragon standing straight up with fire coming out of his mouth that's going to represent wrath. And then the woman is standing on, on the moon. This is it also tells in Revelation 12 that it's the woman standing on the moon with the sun lighting up her with the 12 stars above. Then we have, and went to make war. So we have this 12 down here made into, this one's, the one is made into a sword. So representing went to make war with the remnant of her. And now we can use this moon now for her seed. And so you can think of the bottom of a two for her seed which keep the commandments of God. So now the top of the two of this 12 is a hand reaching over to keep the 10 commandment, two tables of stone of God. And then this little man down here is having like a caption that's having the testimony. So he's telling the testimony of Jesus Christ. And it's Jesus Christ, which we we say a lot Jesus, but it really is Jesus Christ in the Bible. And so you can remember that also that there's two words here in the bottom of the two. And they're standing on the uh, 12 foundations of jewels. And these people who do this will get to be on those 12 foundations of jewels. So we're going to say it together like this. Revelation 12. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12. So if you say it with us and concentrate and look up here, as we're saying it and get that in your mind, you're going to start seeing that's in Revelation 12. We'll repeat this three times and lock it in our memories. Revelation 12, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12. And the dragon was wroth with the woman 
and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And this is the only uh, chapter that has about the woman also. So once you know that, you know anything about the woman is going to be in 12. We will, uh, I will read the text, and Johanna will help visualize the picture we were just looking at. And the dragon was wroth. We want to transfer the, those words to the one standing here made into the dragon with the fire coming out of his mouth. With the woman. And the two made into a woman and making the skirt of her going around with the two. And went to make war. You should see the one with a sword for the war. With the remnant of her seed. And so she's standing there in the two and the moon being the seed. Which keep the commandments of God. So you should have the top of this number coming around, holding on to the commandments. And have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And the bottom of this number circle made into the testimony of Jesus Christ with the two words. And we will repeat this together one time. Revelation 12. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12. What warnings does the Bible give about the devil? And our key text is as a roaring lion. And our answer is found in 1 Peter 5. Be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. And the icon is the one for 1 Peter is the light green little stone. And we also made the eyeball a light green to also remember the, about the stone. So we have uh, this five over here made into be sober. So this is actually comes from Daniel 5, Belshazzar's banquet, where they drank the wine out of the Lord's vessels. So there's just so many things that are so similar throughout the Bible that we can use um, to lock these pictures in our memory. So this is some wine, you can think, and so be sober. Don't drink any wine. And then be vigilant. This is a five made into an eyeball with the green representing to be like looking. Vigilant means watchful, careful, so watch. For your adversary, the devil. So now this is, we've made the cannonball flying over at the bottom of a five and the top into a gun with bullets coming out because he, we don't understand that he is our adversary. He is out to kill us. He's out for the game of life and death and he wants us to be dead so he's serious about it so you can think of this cannonball as the also for the a like an a for to remember it's he's your adversary and then we've made this dragon leaning over more so that he looks more like a five going in that direction as the other one that was standing up in the one so he's leaning over trying to get you and then as a roaring lion so you can think the top is the top of his head, and then the bottom is his big mouth that's roaring out. And then we have him walking about. So when we say walketh about, and then he's walking on top of the rock. So you can remember it's in First Peter. Seeking, so you just go up to his eyeballs on top of the 
5, seeking whom he may devour, and then we just go to his mouth at the bottom of the 5. So we'll say it like this. 1 Peter 5, be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter 5. And we'll repeat that three times. 1 Peter 5. Be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter 5. Be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. First Peter 5. Be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. First Peter 5. I'll read the text, and Johanna will help visualize the image we were picture we were looking at. Be sober. You should see the five made into a wine glass. Be vigilant. And the five made into an eyeball. Because your adversary, the devil, should see the gun and the cannonball representing the adversary, and then the devil made into this number. As a roaring lion. And this number made with the mouth and the voice coming out of it roaring walketh about and his four legs walking about over this rock seeking whom he may devour and the eyeballs on top of the mouth that's wide open roaring and we'll repeat this one time together first peter five be sober be vigilant for your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about Seeking whom he he may devour. devour. 1 Peter 5. When is Satan most dangerous? And our key text is Satan himself. And we find the answer in 2 Corinthians 11. No marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. And 2 Corinthians is... Where, where Corinth is, this is Greece. Although Greece has lots of jaggedy edges around it, we've made it a circle to represent this, to give you the shape of the sea. So you can remember it's Cor- Corinthians with the sea. And right here at the end of this bottom of this first palm tree is where Corinth is. So First Corinthians will just be this one palm tree. And then Second Corinthians has two because we think uh, after time that the gospel would spread to all of you know, you can think it's spreading to all of Corinth. And we've used the palm tree and the uh, waters. It is surrounded by waters, but we made it look like paradise because in 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians is where it says that um, Paul was uh, translated in, like, into paradise, that he went to the uh, seventh heaven. Uh, all this is in First and Second Corinthians. And 1 Corinthians, even chapter 2, says about... Uh, I have not seen nor ear heard the things which God has uh, prepared for those who love him. And so we're going to start up here with 
and no marvel. So you, oh, and we put a sun in this one because 2 Corinthians is very much about light and brightness, glory. And so it fits 2 Corinthians really well. So now we're going to use that sun for and no marvel because the sun is like a marvelous thing for Satan himself. So this one on this side is going to be like Revelation 12, the same dragon. And then we can think transformed and go up the tree because tree and transform start the same. It's transformed and then go all the way over across here through the electrical light of the sun into coming down. And then he's going to turn into this angel of light. And then you can go back up to the sun to remember it's the angel of light. So we'll say it together like this. Second Corinthians 11. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Second Corinthians 11. And let's repeat that three times. Second Corinthians 11. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11. I'll repeat these words, and Johanna will help visualize what the image, the picture we were just watching. And no marvel. You should see the sun between the two trees. For Satan himself. And the first one of the, uh, this number is Satan standing there. Is transformed into. You should see the two trees that's transforming all of, over into. An angel of light. And the second one is. Uh, shaped as the angel, and then the sun for the light. And we'll repeat this text one more time. Second, Second Corinthians 11. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Second Corinthians 11. What does the Bible say about the devils? And our key text is, Devils also believe. And we find the answer in James 2. The devils also believe and tremble. So this is the icon for James. And you can see it even makes the curve starting of a J. And the reason it's we've put it as a front-end loader is because uh, one of the big things in James is faith without works is dead. And so we're, we've, and we've made it a light yellow curve color to represent this works idea, making it yellow because like a light golden because it's the Holy Spirit that gives you the power to do the works. And so then we have this two over here. Now we have him just leaning over just a little bit to make a two. And then the bottom of the two is going to go jaggedy out like this for tremble. And so um, the devil, and then we have an arrow pointing to his head at the top because they believe and they tremble. And then you can think of the front end loader that just came down and banged the ground and made a, a shaking tremble sound also. And um, Philippians 2 also has where 
we need to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. So it's, there's the two trembles are in twos. So that's really, um, when you put, start doing this, you're just amazed at how many things match and are the same. So we'll say it together like this. The devils also believe and tremble. James 2. And let's repeat that three times together. James, James 2. two. The, the devils also believe and tremble. James 2. The devils also believe and tremble. James 2. The devils also believe and tremble. James 2. The devils. You should see this number made over here on the left. Also believe. With the arrow pointing to their head his head and tremble and the bottom of the number trembling out and the this icon making a banging tremble and let's repeat this one time together James, James 2 the, the devils also believe and tremble James 2 how does God feel about the wicked that Satan is deceiving turn ye turn ye is our key text and we find the answer in Ezekiel 33. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his evil way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will you die? Our icon for Ezekiel is in Ezekiel 1 and 10. He saw the will within a will. So we made this card into a will. It also tells you how many... Uh, chapters are in the book because it makes a four and an eight very easily. So we use this picture to represent the will within a will, uh, the golden cart. And there's other things in Ezekiel that go with this also. And you're going to learn all that when you learn the icons when you watch that video. And so up here we're going to start with as I live. And so these 33s, we have this set right here. This one is God, and the arrow is going up because it's saying, as I live. And here is a three made into his mouth, saith the Lord God. So this is him saying this phrase. I have no pleasure. So now think of on the cart, and this three is turned uh, like laying down, and the two eyeballs in the mouth of two people, Jesus and the Father, they have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. And this is from Eve eats from the tree, Genesis 3, uh, that she ate from the tree, and, well, she died. So he had no pleasure that she should die. So that's the three here, thir two threes. And then we have this 33. Um, but that the wicked, so that was wicked because she didn't do what God said. So God considers that wicked. So this is her, or, or representing the wicked, that they turn and so we have the bottom of this three going up turn from his way and you can think this cart is on a road or on its way so to turn from your way and live to get to go to heaven so those turn from your way and live which is also really nice because the wheels turn also so turn ye turn ye we'll just say turn ye turn ye for turn ye turn ye on Ezekiel or you can do turn ye, turn ye. You can do it everywhere on this one. It's just so amazing. And from, um, from your evil ways. So now this 33, the evil way was to 
when God said not to do something, you know, don't do it because she did. So this is an evil way, and Eve, Eve and evil are very similar. So this is from your evil, and also if you're unhappy, we're not supposed to be unhappy Christians. We're supposed to be happy Christians, so that's an evil way. So these two are evil ways. And then down here where it says, for why will you die, this 33 is, you can think they're going on this road, and they're going to hit this bump because it's a really big ditch, you can think, and they're going to die because if they hit that bump. And it also is makes a W for why will ye die. So that's kind of interesting that you can think of that also as why would you go down there and die? So why will ye die? And so this is, um, again, even the did die. And so we'll say it together like this. Ezekiel 33. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. Let's go ahead and repeat that three times. Ezekiel 33. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. As I live. You should see the cloud with the three going up. Sayeth the Lord God. With three made, or this number made into mouth that's talking. I have no pleasure. This number upside down making two unhappy faces. In the death of the wicked. And this one down here, Eve, down in the ground, being dead. But the, that the wicked turn from his way. So you should see Eve here as being the wicked and the bottom of this number with an arrow going up to turn from his way. And live. And the top of that number going up again with the arrow up. Turn ye, turn ye. You should see the wheels turning and turning and the threes turning and turning. So you can put it in there. From, from your evil ways. So you should see Eve here and then the unhappy faces for evil ways. For why will ye die? And then the road with the W shape of the three and the, then dying down here for the other number. And let's repeat this one time together. Ezekiel 33. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked 
turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. Let's review. We're going to say the words and be ready to give the answer when the words are finished. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12. I'll say it one time. Revelation 12. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. First Peter 5. Let's repeat this again. First Peter 5. Be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. First Peter 5. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Second, Second Corinthians, Corinthians 11. 11. And no marvel, so let's read this together. Second, Second Corinthians 11. And, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Second Corinthians 11. The devils also believe and tremble. James, James 2. 2. James, James 2. 2. The, the devils also believe and tremble. James 2. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel 33. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. The second and third parts of our review, we're going to continue to just go straight through and go ahead and after I say the verse, go ahead and respond with the answer of where that's located. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom ye may devour. 1 Peter 5. 1 Peter 5. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked 
turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12. The devils also believe and tremble. James 2. Review 3 of 3. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 12. As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die? Ezekiel 33. The devils also believe and tremble. James 2. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he, he may devour. 1 Peter 5. So now let's memorize Genesis chapters 11 through 15 with Bible Rich Pictures. Our first Genesis 11 is the Tower of Babel. We have in our icon for Genesis over here with the world and the heavens being made. And that's going to be in all of these Genesis pictures. And first of all, the Tower of Babel. So you can think the Twin Towers actually are called Tower to make us remember about the Tower. And it, they look like an 11, and they happened on 9-11. And the verses are actually 1 to 9 in chapter 11. Chapter 10 starts the generations from Shem to Abram. And if you remember, chapter 5 had the generations from Adam to Noah, which was 10 generations. And then 10 was from Noah to Peleg, which were the five generations, which, I mean, were up to the 10th generation to the 15th, and it's just so interesting that they start the next generation. The, he's the 11th, and it's in chapter 11. So there's just so many things that are uh, phenomenal. This is more really rich material. And so on the world over here, we've put an 11. Even before the Tower of Babel, the 11 made an unfinished tower. So God had it even before that to even fit the concept. And so we have the men standing, building up there, and there's question marks. They're saying, Uno, what? So they don't know. They're babbling. And so you can, we're going to say it like this. We're going to say Genesis 11, the tower 
of Babel. So you can remember, think of these people babbling back and forth that they don't know what they're saying. Let's repeat that three times. Genesis, Genesis 11, 11, the, the Tower, Tower of, of Babel. Genesis 11, the Tower of Babel. Genesis 11, the Tower of Babel. Genesis 11. So I'll say the words, and Johanna will help uh, put the image into the on this slide. The tower. You should see these two numbers making the twin towers. Of Babel. And these two numbers with the people babbling over here. And we'll repeat this one time. Genesis, Genesis 11, the, the tower, tower of Babel. Babel. Genesis, Genesis 11. 11. Genesis 12. Abram called out, says Sarai is sister, one of two times. Pharaoh takes her. On this, we have Abram called out, and he is the 20th generation. And all, we counted all the way down, and it's like 65. It's either 63 or 65 generations to Jesus. So this is covering a lot of time back here. It's the kings and chronicles that take in a big amount of um, words for less generations. But it's kind of interesting that he's the 20th, and it's in a, there's a two in this number of 12. And so we have God calling him out. He says, get thee out. So we have the icon over here that he's going to move uh, on the land over to another land. So we have him. This is Abram, pretend. Uh, this is who we've drawn for Abram. And, of course, these pictures are not to be, they're just to give you the idea. Because we don't know what the people look like. But it's just to give in your mind so you, can re so you know where these things are. So they were in Haran is where he came out of. They, his father had brought them out of Ur. Because we looked that up. He had already brought them out. Of, but he was in Haran. So you can think he's in Haran and he's going all the way over to Canaan. Which is actually more like this. But since it's in the two-shape, just think it's curving around. He's coming out of Haran to the land of Canaan. And also, this is more really rich material, but it's nice to know this is where it's at. So we just kind of give you this as we do the real Simply Rich. Uh, he gave him the promise that he's going to make him a great nation. So you can think there's nations here. And he blessed him. So here's Abram, and with the hands of God blessing him, blessing him and he said whoever blesses you I will bless whoever curses you I will curse so that was his promise the three promises and the other one was he was going to give him all that land and so you can think of the hands that he was going to get the land and then when the famine came there was a famine so then you can think of this too they went down to Egypt and when they went down to Egypt well his faith was he was good but he wasn't good on his faith yet but God was going to work on his faith. And he said that Sarai was his sister, which was true, but he was also married. So that was the first of two times. So when you see first of two times, you're going to know that it's in chapter 12. And so the, the other one's going to be the second of two times and no more, which is going to be 20, which is very interesting. So we made the ladies work very well to be in a two because their skirts kind of go down on this side so you can think of them in the two shape just like in 12 uh was about the lady and that's the only place it is about the lady and here uh is about saying sarah's a sister and so then we have the one here representing that pharaoh took her and so we're going to say it together like this 
we'll say Genesis 12, Abram called out, says Sarai is his sister. First of two times, Pharaoh takes her. Genesis 12. And let's repeat that three times. Genesis Genesis 12, 12, Abram Abram called called out, says Sarai is sister. First of two times, Pharaoh takes her. Genesis 12, Abram called out, says Sarai is sister. First of two times, Pharaoh takes her. Genesis 12, Abram called out, says Sarai is sister. First of two times, Pharaoh takes her. Genesis 12. Abram called out. You should see him standing there with this number and him coming out of his land to another land. Says Sarai, his sister. His mouth speaking to Pharaoh over here, telling Pharaoh that Sarah is his sister. First of two times. And the numbers making the number of the chapter. Pharaoh takes her. And he's standing there taking her. And we'll repeat this one time together. Genesis, Genesis 12, Abram called out, says Sarai is sister, first of two times, Pharaoh takes her. Genesis 12. Genesis 13, Abram and Lot separate. On this, we have over here the one representing the directions that Abram and Lot are going to separate. One's going to go north. One's going to go south. You can think of the dust down here because it is going to become ashes in the future. So they were here. You can here's Abram and there's Lot. You can think of them here. And Abram went up north to Hebron. It's kind of really actually north uh, west a little bit. And he goes down to Sodom. And so you can think of that three that they're they're there and it splits off. One goes north. One goes south. And this is where he gives God gives. Abram, the promise that where you look from the northward, southward, eastward, westward, that's what these four dots are for, all the land that you see, I will give it thee. And he says that this is the dust to hear, that your seed shall be as dust promise. And so we've made the one and then the three for the eyeballs that all he could see was going to be his land in the new heaven, of course. And so that's why we put the, the Genesis icon down here, that he was going to get all that land. And also over here, because they were going to move on the land. And we'll say it together like this. Genesis 13, Abram and Lot separate. Genesis 13. And let's repeat that three times. Genesis, Genesis 13, Abram and Lot separate. Genesis 13, Abram and Lot separate. Genesis 13, Abram and Lot separate. Genesis 13, Abram and Lot. You should see Abram going up this way and Lot going down this way. Separate. They're going in those directions. Let's repeat this one more time. Genesis 13. Abram and Lot separate. Genesis 13. Genesis 14. Abram rescues Lot from four kings. We have Abram standing here again in the one, and this time his arms out, 
and he is rescuing his nephew Lot. And on the points of these four, were these this point, this point, that point, that point, you can think of these are the four kings in the four corners that rescue Lot. And the four, you can see it makes the L-O-T. And so he's rescuing him on the land. So we put the icon or the Genesis icon down here and the really rich material, which we love to know. Uh, Melchizedek has got his arms out blessing a Abram, and he's the king of Salem of peace. So we put that in there. So just to keep reminding ourselves. And here is where he gave the tithe. So this is a one, and that's a four, where his arm is going out holding a bag of um, things that he gave to Melchizedek. And so we say this together like this, Genesis 14, Abram rescues Lot from four kings. Genesis 14. And let's repeat that together. Genesis, Genesis 14. 14. Abram rescues Lot from four kings. Genesis 14. Abram rescues Lot from four kings. Genesis 14. Abram rescues Lot from four kings. Genesis 14. Abram rescues Lot. You should see Abram in this number with his hand out, reaching over to get Lot. From four kings. And the four crowns and the four corners of this number, four. And repeat this one time. Genesis, Genesis 14. 14. Abram rescues Lot from four kings. Genesis 14. Genesis 15. Afflicted 400 years, come out with great substance. This is the prophecy of what they were going to go down to Egypt. So they're going to be afflicted down there was the prophecy. So we've made this one into like a, a whip type thing to represent afflicted. And I think they probably did whip them, I think, at the end there. And then we have 1 minus 5 equals negative 4. So, and it's in between the 1 and the 5, so we put it right here. So you can think that was 4 years that they went down, or 400 years they went down. That 4, you can think, is the number that goes with that 400 years down in Egypt. And so we put the icon down there because they, went, they were going to go down there with Joseph. And then they come out, so we have an arrow going out to the side of the five with great, so you're going to have the arrow going up because that's going to be a lot of substance. So we put gold and jewels all in the middle of this five, and we've made it into the shape of a dollar sign. And many fives have things about buying and selling. Uh, so this is a, it's amazing how this, the, the money thing is in lots of fives. And then this is more really rich material, but it's interesting to know that the seed and this is where he gets the promise that your seed shall be as the stars. So this is the first time he tells him it's going to be as the stars. So we put five stars at the top of this, meaning it's up in the sky at the top of the five. And then we made the bottom as like a seed, like a corn seed or something like that. So, there's, so you can think of a seed and the shape of that. And then the smoking furnace burning lamp covenant, the top of the one is the smoke. So that can represent the gray smoking furnace. And then this is a lamp, so you can think of it as a 
the burning lamp. It's got the fire going. And then the covenant was he had to have these five animals. Amazing. There were five animals. Three he split in half. And these he just cleaved the two birds. Um, let's see. What is this? Uh, lamb, a goat. Uh, uh, this is the heifer or uh, uh, the cow. And then the two birds, the um, turtle dove and the mm, this other one. Well, anyway, it's those five animals that he had, and that's what they are. And we've put them in the shape of fives right there. And so it'll, we're going to say it like this, Genesis 15, afflicted 400 years, come out with great substance. Genesis 15, afflicted for, oh. Yeah, so I'll, we'll repeat that three times together. Genesis, Genesis 15, afflicted. 400 years, come out with great substance. Genesis 15, afflicted, 400 years, come out with great substance. Genesis 15, afflicted, 400 years, come out with great substance. Genesis 15, afflicted, 400 years. You should see this number made into the whip. Come out with great substance. You should see the top of the five arrow going out, uh, going out to the right, and the bottom side of the five going with an arrow going up. Repeat this one time together. Genesis, Genesis 15. 15. Afflicted 400 years, come out with great substance. Genesis 15. Let's review. We're going to say the words and be ready to give the answer when the words are finished. Abram called out, says Sarai is sister, first of two times. Pharaoh takes her. Genesis 12. The Tower of Babel. Genesis 11. Afflicted 400 years, come out with great substance. Genesis 15. Abram and Lot separate. Genesis 13. Genesis 13. Abram rescues Lot from four kings. Genesis 14. Genesis 14, review two of three. Afflicted 400 years, come out with great substance. Genesis 15. Genesis 15. Abram called out, says Sarai is sister, first of two times, Pharaoh takes her. Genesis 12. Genesis 12. Abram rescues Lot from four kings. Genesis 14. Genesis 14. The Tower of Babel. Genesis 11. Genesis 11. Abram and Lot separate. Genesis 13. Genesis 13. 
review three of three. Abram rescues Lot from four kings. Genesis 14. Genesis 14. The Tower of Babel. Genesis 11. Genesis 11. Abram and Lot separate. Genesis 13. Genesis 13. Afflicted 400 years, come out with great substance. Genesis 15. Genesis 15. Abram called out, says Sarai's sister, first of two times. Pharaoh takes her. Genesis 12. Genesis 12. On YouTube, you search for Bible Rich. We will have our videos for you to review. Today's lesson is from Wednesday, Seminar, Simply Rich Review. Uh, they're also available for download. There's a link in the description area for downloading the video so you can have your own personal copy. As some of you said, you only have access to um, internet sometimes on a limited basis, so you could have your own personal copy. Uh, we recommend that you uh, watch the review videos to lock this into your memory five days in a row for, uh, during one week, and then one day a week for a month. And that, that's, the, that's the methodology that locks it into your, really gets it into the long-term memory so that you can go um, much more time to recall these. Uh, otherwise, after a couple of weeks, you're going to uh, not necessarily remember as much. But this is... You'll, this still, is, you'll still remember, you'll still but remember. not as well. Yeah. This is really good to do it this way, especially when you do the verses, because those is just really good. That will re And when you're wanting to do it word perfect. Do it five days in a row, especially, yeah. Well, let's have a word of prayer to finish our uh, seminar off. Our Heavenly Father, we gather this afternoon thanking you for this wonderful word, this beautiful promises, and these um, terrible warnings about this great adversary that are against your people at this time and how watchful and careful we need to be and diligent in studying your word and treasuring these promises in our hearts. We pray in the lovely Jesus' name, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.